0: He's got the Rangers ahead 7 0. And now Simeon crushes a ball back to left field. Gurry out of the wall. Goodbye. It is a rout in game four. What is up, everybody? Happy Halloween and welcome into Rangers another episode 7-0. of Flippin' Bats, game four. Of the World Series is in the books And what was largely A blowout the entire game The Rangers take a massive Massive game and now have a Strong hold on this series 3-1 As always I am joined by Alex Curry And Alex it's Halloween We might as well look the part You know
1: I mean I wore this The entire game I have been looking the part Pre during the game post You just put on This mighty fine who are you Western,
0: Western Ken, Western yes. Ken. Might I add? Okay. You, I did just put this on, but you are you are wearing a dress. It's a nice outfit. It's not a
1: costume. I think I'm Disco Ball World Series Barbie. I, I
0: heard you say earlier today it was going to be your Game Seven outfit, and now you're wearing it for Halloween. Because so it felt more. So you're not wearing a costume, so you can't give me shit about it.
1: That's fine. Okay, that's fair. Let's get back to the game because the Rangers are still undefeated on the road. That is 10 straight wins, the longest streak in postseason history. And there were a lot of question marks coming into this game, especially after after losing Adolis Garcia last night. And it really feels like there's no more questions. What impressed you the most about what the Rangers were able to do here tonight?
0: What impressed me the most, Alex, is that Adolis Garcia goes down and is now out for the entire season, the rest of this series. And everyone stepped up. And it started with the stars. It started with Corey Seager. It started with Marcus Simeon. Corey Seager's been hot. He's been on fire, uh, and he's stayed on fire. He's now the he's the only shortstop in World Series history with three or more home runs in a single World Series. He's well on his way, in my opinion, to World Series MVP. Marcus Simeon, on the other hand, one of the other stars. He, complete opposite, really, of Corey Seager has been fairly quiet, certainly this World Series, but for the last few series, he's been quiet. But he really got hot tonight, dominated out here. Um, So first 15 playoff games this year, two extra base hits and three RBIs total. Tonight, through three innings, two extra base hits and five RBIs. So it only took three innings tonight and this game to top his entire total from the postseason. But it wasn't just those two guys. You needed the stars to step up, but you needed the supporting cast too as well. And tonight they got production from all around. This is what I saw from the Texas Rangers that I saw all year long that made them so good in the regular season and one of the best offenses in baseball in the regular season. It's not just because of Corey Seager and Marcus Simeon. It was because of their one through nine in the lineup. I was down I was down on the field earlier before the game talking to Adam Jones and Shane Victorino, and we were talking about this lineup, and it was their seven through nine of this lineup is what made them so good all year long, and they've, they've been fairly quiet. That's got to change. Tonight it did. Josh Young, uh, Travis Jankowski, who stepped in to replace uh, Dulles Garcia, Jonah Heim, Andrew Heaney, they were all great. Josh Young, three for four. Jankowski, two for four. Jonah Heim, one for four with a homer. Andrew Heaney, five innings pitched with only one earned run. So now, if you're the Texas Rangers, you feel great. You're up three to one. Your best pitcher throwing tomorrow in Nathan Avaldi. And, and if you need them after that, you got another great pitcher in Jordan Montgomery throwing. So I'm not going to sit here today in my Western Ken outfit, outfit down on the field here in Arizona and say this series is over. Not going to say that. But what I will say is the champagne is on ice, Alex. Yeah, The is. Rangers are feeling great about this series. One of the heroes of the night hitting his first-ever World Series home run, Jonah Heim, caught up with him after the game. Jonah, some... Tough news after the game last night before the game today about Adelis Garcia, one of the best offensive players so far this postseason for you guys, uh, and going to be out for the rest of the World Series. How was this team able to, to rally around that and come out today and have the offensive performances that you guys did?
2: Yeah, I think you saw it today. We're, we're going to come at you one through nine, and uh, we're going to put together some good at-bats. So when um, we can do that and, and put together a good game plan and, and attack you as a team, we're pretty hard to beat. Let's talk Corey Seeger. Corey Seager.
0: How good is that guy?
2: I mean, you see it each and every day. It's it's truly remarkable. It's it's kind of a, a letdown at this point when he when he gets out. So uh, we're just so so accustomed to him doing something great each and every at bat. So it's um, and, and it doesn't hurt that he's one of the best teammates I've ever had either.
0: A lot of people are going to want to talk about the offense tonight. Obviously, it, it was great one through nine. But as a catcher, I want to talk to you about Andrew Heaney and the start that he put up. When you guys needed it the most, a guy that I think many were saying if he can get through three, it's a success. Talk about what you saw from Andrew Heaney tonight from behind the plate.
2: Oh, he was he was unbelievable. Um, when you give him runs, he's pretty hard to beat because he's gonna he's gonna pump pump the strike zone and he's gonna come out with all, with all his pitches. And um, when he's doing that and he's throwing strikes and he's attacking you, he's pretty hard to beat.
0: Congrats on your first uh, World Series home run, by the way. As a kid growing up, you ever imagined you'd be hitting homers in the World Series? How cool is that? Uh,
2: it's pretty special. I think I, right after I was talking to Mitch, and I was like, I just hit a home run in the World Series, and it's pretty cool. And um, obviously, I didn't want to take it this long to get my first hit in the World Series, but <laughs> but here we are, and I'm, I'm pretty pretty excited about one. By the way, you have the Heim hammer yet back in Arlington? No, no, they they uh, contact me and asked me about it, but uh, haven't haven't sampled it yet. But it looked pretty good in all the pictures. It's good. I had it. Oh, beautiful. Congrats man. Yeah, appreciate hey it. nice to meet you dude. Congratulations.
1: How awesome. I, I mean I can't even imagine what it would feel like to get a home run in a World Series The Rangers are feeling amazing right now but let's get to the other side because before the game you said the D-backs this was a must win for them tonight and they had a lot of costly errors out here today that they haven't been making throughout the postseason. So take us into that clubhouse How are they feeling right now?
0: Well I, I said that the Rangers are feeling great. Yeah. The Diamondbacks are feeling the exact opposite. You know, their slogan of the entire postseason, and now the guys are wearing the shirts out here, snakes alive. Yeah, barely. Five unearned runs tonight was crucial. You know, when this game was 10 nothing, 10-1, 11-2, yeah, it was kind of like this game's a blowout, whatever. didn't really matter what, what happened, you know, defensively. Well, you look up at the end of the night, five of the runs ended up being unearned. And then you look at the final score, and it's 11-7. I'm not great at math, Alex, but I know the difference between 11 and 7 is four. And five of those runs were unearned. So a little bit better defense out here. And for the first time this series, really, they've been playing great defense. This is actually the first World Series ever where through the first three games, nobody made a single error. Tonight, that all changed in a big way. Christian Walker earlier in the game had a big inning that kind of, or a big error that kind of opened things up. So now you're down 3-1 in the World Series. And teams that have gone down 3-1 in a World Series have only won six times in 47 attempts. That's 12.8%. So are they feeling good? No. In a seven-game series, you feel fine until you lose two games in a row. Well, now here we are. You've lost two games in a row, and what are you going to do about it? Well, it starts tomorrow with Zach Gallen. He has to be great, and he is great. He's one of the best pitchers in baseball, but there's no wiggle room anymore. There's no room at all for error. It starts with Zach Gallen. He's got to pass it to Merrill Kelly, who has to pass it to Brandon Fott. And you have to be perfect. The bats have to reclaim their form from game one of this series a game that they would have won if not for Corey Seager's heroics. Yeah. So you have to face Nathan Ivaldi, who also pitched in game one, and you got to him a little bit, four and two-thirds innings, uh, five runs against him. So you hit him well, but also if you're the Rangers, you kind of feel the same way of, well, Nathan Eovaldi ain't going to hit get hit around twice. So no. you feel good about having your guy on the mound. Now it's a do-or-die game tomorrow. You have to leave it all out there, all hands on deck. They're 2-0 in elimination games this postseason, so they've been here. Not exactly here. They haven't been down 3-1. to In the World But they've series. had their backs against the wall. They were down two against the Phillies. They came back on the road and won two in a row in Philly. Look, we're to the point, Alex, yeah. where if the D-backs are going to win this series, they're going to be etched in history. That's the, that's the spot you've put yourself in. So, is that where you want to be? No. But what I would say to the D-backs is, go
1: make history. Would you say that tonight, obviously, a lot of the guys on the D-backs, they're young. Most of them are playing in their first World Series ever. Was a game like tonight something where the inexperience kind of came out a little bit?
0: I I just feel like bullpen games are tough. Okay. Because they they can work, right? Yeah. From a hitter's perspective, you don't want to face a new pitcher every at bat. But where it gets tough is you have to rely on – Six, seven, eight pitchers to all come into a World Series game and pitch well. What are the odds of that? You know, like you have the nerves, you have the adrenaline, you have to be on your A game. What are the odds that everybody you bring in out of the pen is able to do that? Yeah. I wouldn't say it's very high, and they weren't able to do that tonight. The 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 Rangers were able to get to the Diamondbacks bullpen a bit early on. And then they just got taken out of the game. When it when all those runs started piling up, then the offense is affected. And I, I didn't feel like it was the inexperience. In fact, I would say I was very impressed with their ability to come back and put up seven runs tonight. This is a very young team that I thought showed the ability to scratch and claw and get back in it. You look up at the end of the night, it was an 11-7 ball game. It sure as hell didn't feel like an 11-7 yeah. ball game. But I thought the offense did a really good job of being resilient and batch- bouncing back here tonight.
1: Okay, so that's something that can help them heading into tomorrow. But right now, player of the game. A lot of guys to choose from here tonight on this Rangers team.
0: My player of the game, Alex, and they needed it the most, was Marcus Simeon. He's the guy that stepped up. When Adolis Garcia goes down, yes, you can say and should say, everybody's got to step up. The supporting cast has to be great. But Marcus Simeon had to be great. Yeah, He had to step up, and he did it. He was as good in his first two at-bats tonight and it, through the first three innings of this game as he's been all postseason long. For that reason, Marcus Simeon is a superstar on this team. Everybody's out there wondering, why isn't Marcus Simeon moving down in the lineup? Spare me that bullshit. The guy's one of the best players in baseball. He stepped up when his team needed it the most.
1: Which is crazy because I feel like we've been talking about him almost this entire postseason. Like, when is he going to have his moment? When is he going to have his game? And it happened in the biggest moment, in the biggest game, where it counts the most in the World Series. Now tomorrow, the Rangers have a chance to win their first World Series in franchise history and end that 62-year drought. Is it happening tomorrow?
0: That's pretty cool, isn't it? It's crazy. We could see something that has never happened in history, and they have their guy going tomorrow. Nate Iavaldi is on the mound. Big game Nate. The Rangers have won all five games he's started this postseason. He's 4-0 in those starts, 30 and two-thirds innings pitched, and an ERA of 3.52. He's one of the best postseason pitchers, especially over the last four or five years that we've ever seen. He's been that dominant. You have a World Series championship, the first ever for your organization, on the line tomorrow, and you have your best pitcher going tomorrow. They feel great. The Diamondbacks don't feel so great, but what you can hang your hat on or your cowboy hat is that you have your best pitcher going tomorrow in Zach (laughs) Gallen. Diamondbacks have only won two of his five starts this postseason, though. But he's Zach Gallen. He's one of the best pitchers in baseball. He has to step up tomorrow. But, Alex, it's all on the line tomorrow. Yes. Win or go home for the Diamondbacks. Yep. That's their story. The Rangers have an ability to win their first, first World Series championship in history of their organization, and they have their guy going tomorrow. I am pumped up for that.
1: I mean, this is what it's all about. I'm hoping it's going to be a close one. It's going to be a great one. Are you going to give a, a thought yet, or are we going to wait for tomorrow?
0: Oh, we're going to wait for tomorrow. I, okay. Look, the shan- right, champagne's on ice. Yeah. I'll say that. Okay. But who, who knows what's going to happen? Ow! What? Alex. Ow, there's a snake in my boot.
1: (laughs) You literally scared me. I thought, (laughs) okay, that was way better than pregame. That was way better than pregame. I thought you were legitimately hurt.
0: I'm feeling (laughs) mischievous tonight. We should go trick-or-treating. We should go trick-or-treating tonight. Where? I don't know. We'll figure it out. Figure it out. Win we'll in put, Arizona, they we'll say. We'll put
1: producer Rego on the job. For those that are just listening
0: go. and quite confused at the moment, <laughs> there, is, there is a fake snake that I've had next to me this whole time and just pretended to pull it out of my boot. So there's um,
1: that. A fake snake feeling pretty not Ominous. alive. Not alive like the D-back snakes. It doesn't
0: look very alive. Yeah. Regardless. Uh, this morning, Alex.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Randy Johnson joined so cool one of the coolest things uh, for me for sure I, I grew up watching Randy Johnson pitch one of my first baseball memories Alex was with my dad I was asleep and he came into my room to wake me up bring me downstairs and say you should watch what's happening right now yeah Randy Johnson's throwing a perfect game and I went downstairs and I watched the ending of that game with my dad and was able to talk to him today about that it is a. It's an episode of. It's out as a podcast episode right now. You can go listen to Randy Johnson. We sat down on the field out here where the World Series is happening. And 22 years ago, uh, he, the World Series was happening right here, and he was on the team. Just a really special moment, Alex, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I loved every second of it. And I hope you guys go listen.
1: Yeah. So go check that out because that podcast got put out earlier today. Absolutely. Then listen to this one. What's happening? Oh, we have Cookie Monster on a drone behind us. If you're listening, everybody's freaking out because Big Papi's the Cookie Monster. He has been dubbed the Cookie Monster. They've yes. been bringing him cookies on set, and now they have <laughs> a legit Cookie Monster on a drone. <laughs> Things are off the, the rails
0: out here, in, uh, <laughs> it's Halloween. out here in Phoenix. Things are Halloween. off the rails right now. We're
1: having a good time. We're having a good having time, a time, and we
0: should do it all again yes, tomorrow. Please. We got a 3-1 series. A lot on the line tomorrow. We could have a post-game celebration or we could be hopping on a flight back to Arlington. (sighs) One way or another, the series goes on tomorrow. We will see you all then. We'll be back post-game. We'll be back pre-game as well. Make sure you check all of that out. But for today, for tonight, Happy Halloween, everyone. Thank you all for listening. Make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast, Apple, Spotify, wherever. You can also watch every single thing we do on YouTube at Flippin' Bats Pod. Check out our TikTok as well, where all of our live shows are live. So at Flippin' Bats Pod for all of them. But thank you all for listening. Happy Halloween, everyone. Until tomorrow, peace.